When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Hi, Dara. Hi, Betsy. <laughs> Welcome to the pod. This is done. It's a podcast about things we're done with. Every week we have a guest come on. They tell us three things they're done with, and then we vote and tell them which thing they should be done with for the rest of their lives. But up top, we chit-chat for a little. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what's going to happen. All right, ready, go. Dara, how's your week? I got nothing, Bets. Oh, I have a little something. I, I, You know, I knew you'd have a little something. Also, I want to have a rug check-in. Oh, about what? Did you get a rug that you can put in the washer? Yes, it's the one that looks like a naked woman sat on a copy machine. Right. Yes. Does it work? I haven't put it in the washer. Okay. People have been asking. Who? Like, like whenever we talk about rugs, I was talking about it the other day at work, and we somebody brought the Instagram rug up like that, the one you can wash. I told them you have it. They said, does it work? I said, I don't know. It's great. Like, you can tell it works, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. nothing – I spilled, like, spaghetti sauce on it. This is the ruggable mm-hmm. um, rug. This is not an ad. And it just, like, washed off Okay, with water. I'm in. There you go. What were you going to say? I'm into selling stuff online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I sold a jumpsuit, sold it for $20. Obviously, I spent more money sending it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but Do you it's, charge them for shipping? I think so, but it did not add up correctly. No, like it something never does. was wrong. But it yeah. was it's the game. Yeah. Right now I'm in a bidding war selling my coffee table. <laughs> Your old one? Yeah. Doesn't on fit. Depop? No, not on Depop, on on the Craigslist. Oh. I think things go like that. Two women going back to back. I'm like, I'm like, well, if you drop out, I have this other woman waiting. I've learned how to game the system so hardcore. If one drops up, I'm not telling the other. Like, they don't know they exist. No, they don't. But I'm I'm like this puppeteer working them against each other in this crazy way. And it's such a power play. It's like my new drug. It's so crazy. I, I like when I have stuff, I just can't wait to get rid of it. I'm the same way. I'm. (laughs) No, you like the game of it. Well, I'm the same way until I get like, do you ever like right before you take a shit, you have like a lot of inspirational thoughts? No. I don't know. I'm like, when it's I'm mostly selling- panic on how I can keep it in a second longer because I'm usually it's just about to come out. Of course, <clears throat> I, I've dabbled in that, too. But sometimes like the moment before I poop, I just have like this awe inspiring, like my genius comes to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have a genius. Mm-hmm. And that's how it feels when I'm selling stuff on the internet. I, I sell. Look, I'm, I sell too. And I love it. <laughs> I'm riding a high. I used to be an eBay sicko. And I would put in fake tracking numbers for everything because it costs more at the post office. What? Yep. Wait, so you scammed people? I didn't scam. I sent them their item. I just put in fake tracking numbers because I didn't want to pay for them. So you said, here's your tracking number. <laughs> yeah, you made fake. them up. And then people were like, this doesn't work. No, no one ever said that. 
good to know. <laughs> I just bought something on eBay for my wedding. What? A purse. A that's, vintage clutch. That's so smart. They're $100 in the store. They're $10 on eBay. One of my greatest Lipstick shames. <laughs> I, don't I mean, of course. But that's cute. One of my greatest shames bets is when I was like younger and on like a gateway that came out of like the cow box. I had the gateway. <laughs> like I, I love like, the CD ROM. I was like, you know, I spent like most of my youth like in a dark room with a computer. And I was like exploring eBay before like I understood what it was. And I just really wanted a Lacoste shirt really badly. Me too. <laughs> and they were expensive. I and I went on eBay and bought like I bought like a yellow terry cloth Lacoste shirt with like my mom's credit card that I stole. It was like $20, but like I felt so guilty over this and it never showed up. And like I didn't know what to do and I could never tell anyone until now. Scammers. And so I'm creating a documentary to go find that person who scammed me. And I think it's going to be really interesting. I honestly think that sounds really good. Speaking of docs, I watched the period end of sentence doc. Yeah, I want to see that. Oh, it's... I know. It was great. Say no more. Say no more. I want to see it. Anyways, what's going on with you, Bets? <laughs> I something really sick. I I told you before this. I have something to say that I I truly think I should keep to myself, but I can't. So I'm just gonna say it, and I want to know if this has ever happened to you. The other day, I had oh got I took a shower in the morning, and I was like, ow, oh, like. <laughs> I was like, oh, my, like, butt feels weird. Like, ne- like inside of my butt, kind of. Your butthole? Yeah, <laughs> like, inside of my butt cheek, near my butthole. Wait, um, hold hurts. on. You have to elaborate. Is it your cheek or, <laughs> no, like, your anus? It's, it's, like, near my anus. So the and ring like, around it's your like, anus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the part you bleach if you go probably. get it bleached. Okay. And I almost screamed because it hurt and then I had a flashback from the night before where I woke up in the middle of the night furiously itching my butt and I had like hurt it (laughs) you heard it or you hurt hurt it I hurt it so you hurt your own ass by scratching (laughs) it too hard in the middle of the night this has happened to me before of like scratching my crotch like furiously by mistake and then waking up the next day and forgetting that I did that in the middle of the night. Can I just repeat what you just said? Sometimes (laughs) I scratch furiously at my crotch by mistake and then wake up. Like like your pubes. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought you would say this happens to you all the time. But like if you trim your pubes, sometimes they're really itchy from like being in your underwear. And then when they're let loose, they're like itchy. Okay, Bets, let's back up specifically. No. Let's go oh, around no. the I'm corner. <laughs> let's go back to the butt. I'm panicking. What, okay. What was hap- Did you have an itch on your butt and you think you over itched it? You don't remember when you're asleep. You just know that it was so itchy it woke you up and you were itching it so hard that you, the next day it hurt. You have some repressed memories that we need to dig up and talk about and i remember the next day and then i woke up the next day yesterday itching it again so this is really recent yeah this is current okay <laughs> okay so i'm gonna tell this to you straight i can't get over i, it. I need you tonight betsy no okay we can delete this later but i need you tonight to take a washcloth run it under some hot water Oh, press it up. Wash to your, my butt. Press it up to your butt. 
hole? I do. <laughs> I do. This is what, like, I, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is. I think it's from pubes being itchy. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, okay. um, I, this is one of those instances where I'm like, oh, she's not asking for advice. She's just complaining and I should just sit back and let this happen. But I will say last night I wore a jumpsuit to bed and it was acted as like a cage and I couldn't get to the itch. So that woke me up too. So that was good. Like it was a full jumpsuit. No, I got it. That it couldn't reach my hand. I'm not going to ask pants. why you were wearing a jumpsuit to bed. I wear it to bed now. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and the other thing is, well, maybe it's infecting your butt, and like it's not letting bacteria, the bacteria. Out. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is. That's all I'll say. I'm embarrassed for sharing, and it could be the underwear or lack thereof. Well, Bets, are you wearing underwear or are you not? I mean, also, I'm done. I do, I do, I do. This is my done. You're butt being itchy and you blaming it on your pubes. I've never heard of it before. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I'll explain it all there. But anyways, (laughs) my skin looks good because I've been investing in a new face mask. I got it today from Lush, who I just said I was done with last week. On the pod. Okay. I went in today because there was one in the subway station at 59th Street. Been there to the little wonderful mall. What the hell? It's amazing. But I'm always like, why are the teens hanging out in the subway mall? I'm like, tourists. I'm like, get out of here. Go. I know. So I went into Lush, you know, mostly all natural vegan products. And they um, don't have packaging. Yeah. And well, the one I got did. I'm suing. But it. was only $13 and you get a lot. And it's amazing. So your skin changed in, in 20... A, f- no, less. 12 Maybe hours? Hour. Okay. An this hour. isn't. This is insane. But I have been crazy into masks and, and face care for the last week. Mm, cool. Because it's really dry out. My face is really dry. So, well, I'll let you know how the Lush goes. Wonderful. Thank Thanks. you. So... In this portion of the pod, something we love to do is read duns from other people. Because, Dar, like we always say, everyone has a dun in them somewhere. You know, sometimes you have to dig for it. Sometimes it's right on the tip of your tongue. So, here are a few of them. Other people's duns, not mine, not yours. Other people's duns, not mine, not yours. Knock, knock. Catherine's done with adults doing baby voice. It's the death knell to society. Ew. Ew. And I haven't when, heard it in a long time. I have. And I'll tell you off air. Um, Jamie's done with people who bring their dog to yoga class. And she's also done with daddy and zaddy, which I am too. It's gross. It's over. I don't even get it. <laughs> I don't. Um, Sarah Grace is done with the short window between when tea is too hot and when tea is too cold. Why is it so short? Ew, I... I am with her. I am too. Wilmer's done with laundry day. Ugh, I hate laundry. Ugh. But I love the aftermath of laundry. I love it. But then you just, it's like the vicious cycle. It's like, when does this end? I know. Ugh, okay. Lisa's done with activated charcoal. Interesting. Whoa. Yeah. Trendy. Um, Sarah's done with the silent treatment. Can we just argue and get it over with? 
Oh, I will give you the silent treatment till you are dead. So will I. <laughs> and it is silent but deadly for sure. Um, local honey's done with bed bugs. No. I am too. Yeah. I mean, they're not great. Oh, ew, I'm done with getting a call from unknown. Like, stop ew, calling me. That keeps me. happening to me. No, it's this lady who's doing my curtains, and like, oh, she keeps calling me from unknown, and it's like, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, the young coconut is done with HPV commercials, making it sound like literal cancer. I don't have a single girlfriend without HPV. If you don't have HPV, were you even alive between 2000 and 2010? Like they say on girls, all adventurous women do. Um, also, Dara's dad is my dentist. Great guy. That is the most amazing thing. Um, I actually also- I want to believe that she started going to your dad because of the pot. Because he probably- called in once. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. He probably told her about the pod. He makes people watch like old videos of mine. It's really embarrassing. People no. are like, yeah, I saw that video you did. And, oh. and he like he makes it seem like they begged him oh. to watch, but really he's making them watch. I love that. I'm surrounded by men who like make you watch YouTube videos. Okay, but also can I tell our listeners that you your face keeps popping up on everyone we know's airplane flight and it's really funny. It's humiliating. No, for me, it's like I'm famous. Because all Thank of my you. friends are like, Dara was on my flight. Incredible. Dara and her dog. I'm like, I know. I'm so proud of Oakley being on JetBlue, but I don't know when people are like, yeah, I saw you. And I'm like, then why didn't you reach out immediately to me? I, I, it's yeah, like that's, this weird thing. That's that, no, really, I'm weird. No, you're not. They're weird. Okay. And, and and instead of just saying congrats, it's like, I saw you on that thing like a month ago. It's not a congrats thing. Yeah, it is. Ugh, I want to be famous on earth, not <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> um, Haley. Oh, sorry. Oh, I have a good one Go. from a girl named Grace. Grace is done with newcomers interrupting a conversation with a joke. Are they giving you a hard time? Ew. That's, that's such you. a good... <laughs> I do that. Like, when I get drunk, I become like an old man in the 1940s. Yeah. And I'm like always <laughs> playing your wife. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't know how to navigate situations and we just go hand in hand pretending we're from another era. Like when I have no one to talk to and you're talking with someone, I will go up to them and say, are they giving you a hard time? <laughs> I would do that for you. <laughs> for you. Um, okay. Stacy sent in a really insane done and I can't get over it. Okay. She said, I'm done with moms who call themselves a boy mom or a girl mom in their bios on Instagram. Enough. And I was so confused. And I said, wait, what does that mean? And she said, exhibit A. And she sent a screenshot where people literally, like, if they have a baby, have to label themselves as a girl mom or boy mom. It's really psycho. Do they identify as... So it's them saying... It's them saying, I have... I thought the same thing. It's them saying, I have a baby who's a boy. Like, they're gung-ho on being like, my... My baby picked a gender and it's a boy and I'm this boy's mom. It's really weird. And you know they had gender reveals. Uh, come on. They invented them. Okay. Kelsey's done with, or, yeah, 
Kels is done with Vix Vaseline. People tell you to put it on your nose, your chest, and now your feet. I'm done with driving all my friends to the airport and picking them up frequently. Oh, she's a few. I'm done with having deep conversations on Snapchat or friends that text me via Snapchat. Have I done this one? I don't know. I think I did. So let's cut that one. Um, and then one last one is Jordan's done with people posting videos of them working out on social media. Jordan, I cannot get enough. I love it. I found hot girls who work out today. A hashtag that someone <laughs> I know posted it. And I was like, I got to see what's up with this. And everyone is in shape. That's all. Guess what hashtag I actively looked at today or what? like looked up. Bed Bath & Beyond coupons. I saw your tweet. <laughs> I am I am desperate for a 20% off coupon. They ha- They have it on the app. It's like, I, I need it, Bets. You got to get the app. Give me, you're not using it right you now. You got to get the app. It's like water, water <laughs> everywhere, but none for me to use. I, I like you, I can't, av- you couldn't like escape a Bed Bath & Beyond coupon. And mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, like, I need it really badly. Like, really, really okay, badly. we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk. Also, you being on Twitter freaks me out. Me too. I hate it. It, it emails me. And then when I go and on, and that's where they get you because you love you. And then when I go on Twitter, it's just your highlights, and I don't know what the hell. Why am I only subscribed to just your page? I, I think that explains why I, that? I'm like no. I I think I knew it in my heart because like you know my tweets like uh, like the back of your hand I and like I don't think you believe me, but when I open, no, you're Twitter, the only one who sees my your, tweets. It's only your. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Okay. <laughs> Trust me, the evidence supports it. Right. You're like okay. the only one who likes my tweets. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't like enough of them. I think I'm the only one getting them. Okay. I think that's true. <laughs> we have to move on. We have to move on, and I'm so excited about our guest. Me too. And the guests have heard about her for years. For years. We've called her with our astrological questions, and they might have read her work in The New Yorker, Man Repeller. She writes all the astrology stuff for Pure Wow. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. She's a rising star. Everyone, please welcome Kiki O'Keefe. Hello. Hi, Keek. Hi. Thanks for being here. It was hard for me to act normal while you guys were talking. Well, I saw you nod your head when I talked about the itching. Have you done that? Oh, I, I have no pubes. Um, I lasered mine off, but because they are itchy. See? Yeah. You have like phantom pubes? They're like, they like grow in patchy. There's only a few. So sometimes you wake up <laughs> I'm bald. <laughs> what? Because if you shave them and then they grow in a little bit. Yeah. That period of time is very uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. where does the butt come in? But or sh- <laughs> am I supposed to drop this? <laughs> you guys, I'm all, I don't shave them, so... No, but, I know. But I'll but sometimes I'll trim them, but oh. not with a razor because the with razor hurts. A, right, with it, like well, scissors I'll or itch, something, right? I'll itch my vagina off my body if I did. Yeah. Yeah, with scissors. <laughs> That's how I got started too. You're scissors. gonna be on like Dr. Pimple Popper with like your weird skin disease around your pubes. Because <laughs> Dara, sometimes when you itch on top of your crotch, like up here, sometimes like maybe it's in your head, you start itching your butt. Okay, now see this is how we got from point A to point B, and that's what I was trying to understand. Now I got it. It's a mental disorder where you (laughs) scratch the top of your vagina. You have to literally delete this episode and start over because I can't get over it. Okay, Kiki, how are you? Hi, I'm well. Can we talk stars a little up top? Yeah. Okay. What's happening? 
Oh, um, it's so funny because now that I write horoscopes, I never even check mine anymore because I'm like, I did this work. So I never know. But I think today is like kind of a good day. But But we're getting we're going to be when this airs, we'll probably be in airy season, right? Oh, wow. Okay, so then we'll just have gotten over a nasty full moon, but our like last bad full moon for a little while, which is March 20th. Yeah, March 20th. So just on that day, it's going to be nasty. No, like leading up to it. I'm scared Betsy and I are going to get into a fight. Me too. But I don't think you will because I I think your horoscopes are not. I don't think partnership is going to be an issue for either of you guys because of your rising signs. Oh, right. Wait. Okay. This is like. This is mind blowing. So everyone, you're not supposed to read right. your sun sign. Right. Kiki, please. So when it comes to like a uh, description or analysis of your sign, like read for your sun sign, go not go nuts. Cause that's like your soul. That's who you are at your core. But when it comes to like predictive stuff, like horoscope stuff, um, you really should be reading for your rising sign because the secret is There's no way for us astrologers to know where things are going to affect you in your life, in your chart, just by knowing like a sun sign. So we have to just assume that your, we just assume that your sun sign is your rising sign. We use that in our heads to like put together what the chart would be. So we know where things are happening. So I know what part of your life things are like coming into and, and affecting. So Otherwise, we would have no like that's just our best way to like estimate it. So people say always read for both, but truly just like read for your rising. Really? <laughs> yeah. Holy I've shit. never even read my. I rising. only read for uh, Aquarius. So so like right now, like mine's Aries. No, Aquarius. No, yours Libra. is Libra. You keep thinking your rising Libra is Libra and Aquarius. No, no, no. Your moon's Aquarius, but your okay. rising is Libra. Okay, I'm gonna read for Libra. You gotta read for Libra. And you got to read for Cap. I never would have in my life read for Libra. I know. And you're Cap? I am such a Cap through and through. I know you are. (laughs) You really are. (laughs) Is is Cap January? Yeah. So is my dad. Knew it. And Emma! (gasps) Well, no, this isn't your rising, though. No. Do you know what your rising is? Ships passing in the night. (laughs) We'll figure it out after. So do Capricorns and Libras get... Does that matter anymore? I feel like everything's been shattered and truth is never. Yeah, Yeah, because everyone has everything somewhere in their charts. So (laughs) compatibility is like not so simple. But technically speaking, like caps and Libras are not the best. Opposites attract. (laughs) (laughs) You took from that that we get along, even though she said we don't get along. (laughs) Yeah. A Libra is going to see partnership wherever wherever she can find it. Oh, that's cute. Wait, that's why I'm a people person. I know. Oh. It's also like you've always had you've always had like creative collaborations that yeah. like really work. Yeah. And you're really good at it. And it's like a Libra's like good at relationships. That's Whoa. what they're all about. Are Capricorns or are they bad? They are if it helps them. They are they Ooh, I'm naughty. <laughs> <laughs> they are naughty. Look, you scratch my back, I might scratch your pubes. Literally. <laughs> Capricorns and are- we know that pubes goes to the butt. <laughs> Super connected. Kiki. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Okay. No, tell me. What's that? Are you ready to share your duns? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. <clears throat> Hit us with your first dun and don't hold back and name names and share the hot guys. Okay. Okay. Tell the truth. Okay. I'm, uh, yes, very truthful. This is, um, I went to a show recently But honestly, this is like at a lot of shows. Um, And even if you're not a performer or in the world of performances, everyone has been an audience member at some point in their life. 
And usually when there's an MC or someone who has to like warm you up, I really, it's, it's such a peeve of mine when they like judge the audience's reaction. Like if they pump you up and like ask how you're doing and you say woo or whatever you say or you clap and it's just not good enough for them and they make you do it again. Ugh. Like unless you're at a talk show. Where that's literally part of it. So I actually, I've been to like Netflix show tapings and things like that where they're like, look, we're taping this. You have to, you have to do this. That's so much more honest because they usually come with that. Like they're coming humble to you. But but the problem I have with it is it misunderstands (laughs) the power dynamic because you're like, you work for me if I'm in the audience Mm -hmm. and you're entertaining me. So my laughter is like not an assumption, like that's not an assumed thing. You have to earn that. Mm-hmm. And I'm game. I'm not like a mean audience member, but like you don't tell me what to do. <laughs> you have to get me to laugh. You're not my boss. I'm your boss. <laughs> and I right. really resent that so much. And we're so copacetic. I'm the nicest audience member until they start telling me what to do and then and, I'm like go fuck yourself yeah. forever an audience can determine how the whole night's gonna go yeah and they can ruin it if they come out just straight saying stuff like that I also hate it I hate it so much I have to say <clears throat> there's something to being an MC like because we've hosted a lot of shows mm-hmm. yeah. and there's something to like kind of like it's your cross to bear to act like an idiot to warm up the audience yeah. so that the people you've asked to be on your shows feel welcome yes and that's a really hard job. Some some people are really naturally good at it. And it's really hard. I'm not good it's, at it. And it's like, really embarrassing. You're like, I want you to like me. I want you to like the show. I always do this. I go, I can't hear you. See, that's, Ironically. See, that's funny. No, though. it's like, not funny. Well, I don't know why I do it. It's like this weird <laughs> thing where it's like something happens when you're on stage where like or I'm on stage where like. So many of your actual thoughts go out the window and mm. you're just like, I will do anything to get a laugh. Yeah. I'll throw I'll throw anything under the bus. My <laughs> ethics, my thoughts mm-hmm. on what I think is funny just to make someone laugh. Yeah. And a lot of times that turns into like you you get into like an aggressive place with the audience totally. where it's like, oh, we're in a we're in this weird fight and we need to work through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. But the people I've seen do it, they are in an aggressive place, but it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem to me like they're doing it from a place of insecurity. Because here's the other thing. I also like on the other side of this equation, like I'm so against heckling. Like, I don't think audiences, even if it's horrible, like even like I think like your job as an audience member is not to participate. Your job is to sit there and you're not the show. And I'm. 100% down for that like I'm not that like I'm not on a power trip as an audience member but when you come out there and like literally coach us like what else are we gonna do like what are we gonna do like love it now but also like so many every time this happens when I'm complaining about it we actually were really enthusiastic it's like it just wasn't enough for what they wanted but it's like we gave a good reaction so it's like well we were happy and yeah, I hate ruined when it. performers comment on the audience. They're like, okay, not into that joke. Like oh, sometimes I hate it's that. funny, but like I sometimes it's like that. I'm I like, have, oh. I have sympathy for it, but I but I don't care for it. Because like, also like I did like your joke. Because I'm like, it's like you misunderstood. Like maybe I liked your joke. 
but I just like was a little muted about but it. Now I hate you. But now I hate <laughs> right now you're judging. Now you brought me into this. And yes. now like you just can't help the psychology behind it to be like, okay, bitch. You're when totally really like, they're just so scared. And mm-hmm. I've done that so many times where I'm like, okay, tough crowd. But like, and that's to cover my own butt, even though like it's just exposing the issue. Yeah. But um it's it's really weird. And you can tell like really confident good performers never do that yeah they just yeah. go to the next joke mm-hmm. yeah and yeah it you just move on you like move forward together yeah it's such a weird relationship i did a horrible hosting thing recently it was truly one of the worst experiences of my life <laughs> and i didn't know anyone there i randomly got asked to host this horrible show and i was on stage and this girl goes, oh, she's trying so hard. What? And That's... I almost shit my pants because I was, I was, and I was so embarrassed. And she tried to make me look like such a fool. And everyone had heard it. And I just pretended I didn't hear it. And I wish I said something because I, I almost cried. No, that's illegal. I was like, oh, oh, oh my God. How no, that's awful. A, that's that would make me cry. Yeah. I think it's, and I've done this, I'm very guilty of being like, she's trying too hard. But in there's your head in your head. Secretly to no, your no, breath. No. Or, yeah, I've, co- I've made that comment. But like, as I've grown older and wiser and hotter, <laughs> there is nothing wrong with trying hard. I think it is the most noble thing to give a shit about something oh and God. really care about stuff. 100%. This is the Capricorn coming out. I love it. No, but there's so it's much true. fear in like not trying because you're trying to be cool you want to you want to pretend that you're doing this without any effort that this just magically alighted upon you that you're just like no I'm just a genius I was born knowing how to do this I have to poop before anything smart comes to yeah and also like you're in the audience safe by yourself I'm up here being vulnerable in front of strangers and you're making me feel horrible yeah I I apply this even like I've learned this from the women I work (laughs) with at work who really care about like small details that usually I'm like who cares but like when you care about details it makes everyone else care it's just it's a good like attitude to have yeah and it is true as you get older I feel like you're like oh I can only try hard that's all I can do and then I'll feel good but if you're like really nervous or self-conscious about something it's totally like I come off so bad when I try to be like that way yeah yeah, I think not hiding the trying is like it's interesting. This whole like just this whole dynamic of the audience and the performer is a really fraught one because both have different power. Yeah. And um, it's not just like a it's not an easy I don't think it's an easy dynamic to parse. I think that's why we like improv so much, too. It's because like improv when you're with doing it with people you love like sex, you just like <laughs> do the audience dissolves and it's not a give and take. Yeah. I mean, it can be, but like in a lot of cases, like you're just in a scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not, vul- it takes away the vulnerability. Or you can be more vulnerable. Right, right, right. Or yeah, yeah. You or can, I don't even know. You can feel it's safe just a to be vulnerable. Yeah, totally. Like, like stand up, well, stand up might be more vulnerable because like stand up's hard, well, it's harder to get to, to yeah. get a laugh to move on and you need to build momentum. <laughs> right. Wouldn't that be really funny if you actually couldn't move on to your next bit until you got a laugh? Oh, you're just like, okay, that's, that's a show. Hell. Let's pitch it. <laughs> that's hell. <laughs> that is hell. That's hell. <laughs> that is hell. Okay, we have to move on, Keek. So tell okay. us. What number two is? Okay, number two um, is relentless positivity. 
Go on. Yeah, I feel like I'm not um I'm not a particularly negative even or positive person, but I think there is this culture and like tell me if you agree or if you've seen it, but it's like it just seems like especially because we're all so public in in our own little way, we have like the panopticon of the internet. But like that was a good word. I know, right? Um Michelle Foucault. That's Ah, yes. Yes, it's well, well, well. <laughs> Um, but it feels like there's a lot of pressure, especially by the way, and I know we're not going to talk about politics and we shouldn't, but like, especially if you're on the side of politics, that's aiming to be as progressive or inclusive or whatever and, and sensitive, right? There's a sense of like, well, you know, we have to, you know, we have to build everyone up. We have to come to the, you know, we have to come to the table with the assumption that everyone is like about to fall apart. Cause you know, we are, but like, I don't know. There's something to me very oppressive too about, you know, you, you have a negative feeling, you have a bad feeling, you hate yourself or whatever. And then someone like comes back at you with like, no, but you're wonderful, but you're great. And I love you and you can do anything you want. And it's like, that's not how I feel. Mm-hmm. That like ignores complete, that makes no space for the fact that like, I actually feel like shit. That makes no space for the fact that like, some things in life are unfair. That makes no space for the fact that like, some things really just are shitty. And there isn't like, there isn't like a good side to this. Like some things suck and they need to like, have space to be talked about. Yeah. And like a sign over your kitchen that says positivity (laughs) isn't going to solve that. Oh, God. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I I guess I don't like hate it if it really I guess I feel bad because it's like I don't hate it if it like helps you, I guess. But it doesn't feel helpful all the time. Is there. Go ahead. No, you had a question. Is there is there like anyone. Is this like a personality in anyone that you know personally or like someone in your life or a friend or It anything? feels like the entire internet sometimes is like this. Oh, I see. Yeah, it feels like the entire internet is like climbing over each other sometimes to like tell you to say like, hey, I love you. And it's like, I don't know who you are. Like, I follow you. That's great. But like, I don't we don't know each other. Like, we don't all love each other because that's crazy. <laughs> Because it devalues the word love. Like, totally. As, you know, as a Gemini, I <laughs> believe in the value of words and we're making them mean nothing. I think if we're just, if, if they don't have to be attached to consequences or if they don't have to be attached to reality. Hmm. Wow. I don't know. What do you guys think? I have like, I think about this a lot because I feel like as, I feel like a lot of my personality and how people how people like thought I expressed myself to them was always like you're negative Nancy you're sarcastic like that type Mm -hmm. and so I'm like I really think about how I come off a lot like today more than like I used to and I really need to like I feel like I have two gears that I'm like okay I need to be positive today or I need to like say fuck it whatever and it's a balancing act, but people who are relentlessly positive, it is so grating and it takes away the fact that like not having a positive attitude doesn't solve everything. Right. It's a great place to start. And like idealism is great, but 
there are problems that like you can't just overcome with a positive attitude. Right. Yeah. I think it's like why I don't want to go to L.A. ever. Oh, they're <laughs> all really freaky. Like that posi- uh, the positivity type yeah. of person would exist in L.A. Like people who say like like I've and I've also like people say things like, oh, positive vibes only. Like and I'm like, that means you you that means you have no depth or the desire to have any depth or like any kind of comprehension of anything beyond like something that basically doesn't threaten you. Yeah. And it's like, well, I think it's also really interesting to hear you say that about politicians, because I feel like it's so like what they're selling. Most people can't just all have those things. And it's like, well, what about me? What about how I feel or the position I'm in. And it's so, but like, I want to buy into people who are, who are always positive. Yeah. That's why like Tony Robbins and other people who are, what does he do? He's like, he's a motivational speaker, motivational speaker, but people like that. And then when I start to see people act like that, I always think they're scammers. Right. I'm always really thrown off by those people and they always make me feel uneasy. And I go, I don't trust. I don't like, cause it's kind of like its own religion. Yes. And it's like, there's there's this documentary that me and my brothers like weirdly discovered on YouTube and watch all the time. And it's about the um, like humanist like individualism like vibe that happened in Marin County outside of San Francisco like in the 80s. And it's about these people who are like, I need to explore my own individualism and find happiness. And like it's just these people literally leaving their children at home to go do yoga. Wow. But it's it and their hairdos are all crazy. And <laughs> it's just it it Got reminds em. me of <laughs> like have positive vibes. Like like all this stuff is just like a new religion. It's a, yeah. That if you don't take it with a grain of salt, it's kind of scary. It yeah. is scary. Like it's everything's gonna be okay. Like those yoga people, I get it for like in yoga class. That's what you want to hear. And then those people are just doing that all day, right? That's and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like like it's, I think it's fine in the yoga class. I think it's fine sometimes. Agreed. I'm definitely not like my issue is my done is re- the relentlessness of it. Like mm-hmm. if you can't put that down, I like you're covering a a black hole in your heart that is like that I'm willing to accept, but you're not (laughs) like you're making no space for your own damage. (laughs) And when you, when I've, I've like know a few people like this where I've tried to be like, cause I'm always like, if something just happened to me, I'm always going to be emotional and talk about what just happened and it's going to affect my mood and everyone's going to (laughs) know. And I usually am like, Oh, this fucking thing happened. I'm so pissed. And it's like, I know, but I was like, I think you should just really try to be positive because like uh, we're all here doing this and I want to scream. Rule of Fight Club is you never fucking tell someone to be positive. When yes. they're being like, hey, this thing just happened to me or this is annoying. Like that's how they're processing it's their gaslighting. shit. It really is. Like it's or it's a tactic of it. Like oh, it's giving me anxiety just hearing you say that because I really I know that so well. Like people just it, it's like I get it. Deep down, you just want to shut me up because you don't want to acknowledge, like, you don't want to hear this. And I would so much rather you just said that. I would so much rather you be I like, know. oh, you're bumming me out. Please shut me the fuck up. <laughs> I, I do think, like, like you're like, there is a time and a place for it. Like, yes. In yoga, when they're like, it's teaching you a skill that's like, breathe in, breathe out. Do these moves that make you feel good. Like, this you is a place. This is a space that feels good and where you're in control. And if you can utilize that 
skill set outside of that room, that's great. But that doesn't mean it's rainbows and butterflies all the time. Yeah, I'll give you an example. There was like, um, I I don't really want to talk about like, you guys remember Reckless? Yeah, theater. <laughs> yeah, it was just an improv theater. Uh, inside baseball doesn't matter, but it was like, but improv theaters, ugh, I'll say this, can be a little culty. And I, I think that way more now than I ever used to because I'm further away from it. Oh, we are all cult members. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay. Scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and I get like, and I get it. Like, because here's the thing: like, cults are amazing. Because if they weren't, <laughs> no one would do them. And I get it now. I, I have so much more want to join. Whenever I watch a doc, I go, "That looks amazing. I want in." Because I like, want to start. Keegan, <laughs> Ke- Andrew Keegan's yes. looks amazing. If it wasn't oh. Christian, I would join. Yeah, if it were just what it is. But they all wear white linen, and I'm like, I'm yeah, we probably wouldn't oh, be I like. Accept it. I like white linen. You have you seen his YouTube? No, video? I will go Holy home and voraciously moly, consume this. Yeah. You guys, Andrew Keegan, old 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 time celebrity, so, but he's still young. Old timey celeb. <laughs> he from was like ten things I hate about <laughs> you. Something, yeah, started a hot cult. And, and it's Christian. Yeah. What else it do they? Veers in, I, this was like, I read this in like a teen people like 10 years ago. <laughs> well, it's still around and it's still hot. I think like okay. Justin Bieber's in it. Oh, 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 you're talking about Hillsong? Is no. that Hillsong? No. Justin That's, Bieber's in Hillsong? Yeah, yeah. I think he was in Hillsong. No. Yeah. And Haley Baldwin. And, yes, That's how they met. Yeah. <laughs> she seems cool though. Yeah, she is. And they're both hot. They're, well, you're yeah. telling me something like okay. obviously they're both Do you hear me? <laughs> Wait, Hill song. Uh, we'll we'll talk. But tell me what say what you were gonna say. Oh, that um, I just remember like being. I remember they we we had a meeting once where we were like talking about at your improv theater. Yeah, we were. It was like a company meeting, whatever, and we all gathered, and it was like they were giving us. I don't want to say what, but like they were giving us bad news about someone who was in the community who's like no longer anymore. I mean, the community doesn't exist, but at the time he was like kind of kicked out for like a very good reason. But um, kind of, I mean, the whole thing was handled so weirdly, but it was like weird. They like assembled us and they were trying to be transparent and open. And it was, we kept getting the message like, they kept giving us the message like anything, any reaction you have is okay. I just want you to know everything is okay. Like you can cry, you can laugh, you can like, or not laugh, but they're like, you're, you know, you can cry, you can hug each other. If you need a minute, go outside. And I just remember thinking like, no, it's not. Cause my reaction is like, what the fuck is this? We're all in a room basically like hearing a, like a press conference about somebody which isn't relevant to everybody. And like, I don't know that I need to be on this decision-making. And also I don't know that I like this decision-making now that I'm in on it. And it's also like, it seems contrived. It seems like they're trying to like manipulate us into feeling good about their choices, like the leaders. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, this is weird. And that's how I feel. And I don't think that feeling is welcome. Like, the idea was like, oh, everything, like basically positivity culture, as I see it, is always trying to tell you, is always trying to lie to you and say, everything's fine. Like you're every, every reaction you have is valid, but it's like, no, but my reaction is fuck you. And I don't think you're really here for that. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, if, so it's not, so it's not fine. <laughs> so basically you're trying to assert control, but without, le- without the uh, appearance of that, so that we can't criticize you. You look like you're a generous person, but actually you're a selfish person. Or yeah. at least you're seizing and you're not giving. It, well, those, uh, those situations, I feel like they're trying to manipulate your reaction. And that always feels, I'm the same way as you. I'm like, 
oh, I know what you're doing mm-hmm. and I hate it. Hate and it. And then you sit there just like, I'm, oh my gosh, I want to scream. But it works on a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes you like don't even know what to do. Like I... I don't know how to like neutralize it. I just know I don't like it. And they and they and then you're like confused on how to feel. Yeah. Because they've said you can be like sad, angry, mad, happy, and you're like, well, am I any of those? I don't even know. Now I'm confused. Right. Yeah. I hate that situation. Yeah. I just feel like relentlessly positive people have had lobotomies. That's like I'm just like <laughs> okay, that's like weird. on purpose. It's like, like they signed up for like, it. I'm just like yes, we can go in and about this like in big ways, but I'm like okay gross like you have no personality Ew. yeah you know what i mean also if something horrible happens to you and you turn really positive at the age of 60 plus i'll take it oh i'll take that for sure sh- i love that yeah me too because you have been through some shit and that's what you got you here <laughs> yeah and uh, that's okay <gasps> who the man we met in wilmington no, and his horse i thought farm. about him the other day betsy he is he is. I can't believe I haven't thought about him in so long. He's not relentlessly I, positive. I but thought he's about been him the shit. other day, but he. We have to like. We have to go visit him. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's in an Airbnb. Oh, you could have gotten married there. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. okay. So, okay. Kiki, what's your third done? Okay, my third done is awkwardness. Explain. I'm so awkward, guys. I'm so weird. I'm sorry. I didn't know what to do in that situation because I'm so awkward. I'm just bad at it, right? So I don't have to do any work or do anything for anyone in any situation because I'm just, ah, I'm awkward. Yeah, I, I can just text you later and say, sorry, that was awkward. I didn't know what to do. I'm awkward. <laughs> I mean, I have so much to say about this. Yes. For one, it there are people who truly suffered from social awkwardness and it takes that away from them because you're lazy and you don't want to say hi because you feel a little uncomfortable which isn't necessarily the same thing right and it is laziness that's what it is at the root of it which is so funny like i'm i'm such a lazy person it's like baked into who i am that it's weird that i'm complaining about this but it makes everyone else do the work if they want to not have a horrible interaction of like just, I don't know, cracking a joke or like trying to be interested in someone else or making the eye contact that you don't want to make because you're just so awkward. It's so it's immature. It's immature. It's it's a lack of character. It's a lack of depth. It's a lack of maturity. Ugh. Grow up. No, you're not. Like, I've never been. You know what? I don't think I'm awkward. I don't think I've ever had an awkward moment. I think I've not liked people and been really mad in their presence and then like pivoted and gone the other way. That's what happened. Or you're in an uncomfortable situation like, oh crap, I haven't seen this person in so long. The last time I saw them, it was weird. If I just say hi, it'll nip it in the bud. Right. But instead of saying hi, you missed your window and then it really, it's an awkward situation. Yes. Because it's uncomfortable. Yep. I've been in uncomfortable situations, but I, I'm talking, but specifically the excuse of like, I'm just awkward. It's like, no, you're not. You just didn't want to rise to the to that occasion that tiny occasion the bar was so low i just saw my neighbor's <laughs> boyfriend and i'm wearing my headphones he's wearing his airpods at the grocery so you're scowling at me betsy i'm still rolling my eyes at awkward <laughs> I, I see him in the, in the grocery store he doesn't see me but i literally like my instinct i don't know why he's nice my instinct is to like jump into a can of chickpeas because you don't like him no i do like him but i'm just like in my zone i'm like i don't oh, i do that yeah I, I i don't know and i'm like why does this why do i have so much anxiety over 
seeing him, but it's really not anxiety. It's really taking into the fact that like, I'm wearing headphones. He's wearing headphones. I don't know if he saw me. We're both doing this thing that we have to do to get through the week and check our grocery lists off and stuff like that. And it's more of like a you don't want to logistical do it. issue. It is a lot. That's the thing. I guess that's what I'll say. It's a laziness thing, but also there is there is a truth to that. Every interaction, that interaction you're describing, is a lot of work. It actually does require a lot of work of you. You have to like. I don't know, take off your headphones. You have to maybe pause it because if you're like me, you can't just let it keep playing for some reason. I just need to pause it on my phone. So I do that and take off your headphones and like speak to him or like say something normal and then like interrupt him while he's wearing AirPods. You could interrupt no. him. Oh, no. Who's doing this? <laughs> Unless People it's literally an old time friend. I'm not taking my headphones Skip to off. the end of the ch- book. I see him. I got a grill delivered to my house. They just dropped it fully outside. <laughs> I see him back at the, like outside the house, like ready for anyone to steal. I'm like pushing it in with this other neighbor. And I see him and I just go, saw you at the grocery store. And he goes, <laughs> he doesn't even respond. Like it's just, he's just too awkward. It's just too awkward. It's all in your head. I do that all But then all you the let it go. Too. I can't believe you did that. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Okay, whatever. One time, (laughs) say one time, a friend, I saw someone on the subway and we were like sitting tucked away like we weren't going to ever run into each other or even like see each other. I was like, sure, she didn't see me. So I just like stayed on the subway and then I never wanted to say anything. And then I left and like later, like days later, she sent me a picture that she took of me. She's like, oh, I saw you on the subway the other day. I was like, I saw you, but I thought I was safe. And that's, and that See? was an elegant interaction. See, sometimes, and like me, I appreciate when nobody wants to talk. Me too. I'm going to go that. down here at the end. And then when people don't understand what I'm trying to do, yeah. they piss me off. If I see you on my morning commute, <gasps> I, I don't you. want to, but I will chat your ass off and you'll be so pissed you saw me. I'll, I'll, I will become the world's best slash worst conversationalist and I'll ask you every question. Yesterday, the- two people told me they f- they saw you on the subway. Oh, I saw um, Nikki. Two- and? No idea. Jasmine. Oh. She's like, I saw Dara. <laughs> I don't think she knew who I was. From Sweet Chick. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, of course. She goes, her and Nikki both go, I saw Dara on the train. I don't think she saw me. Oh, Did I saw you- Nikki. Seeing people out of context sometimes is weird. It's, but that's what Nikki, I told them. I, yeah. And then Nikki, I like actually, I know Nikki pretty well though. Yeah. We had a good convo. See, that's the thing. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes I'm getting off a stop early to get away from your ass. You psycho. You ever get on, get onto yeah. another cart and then hide? Yeah. <laughs> you ever think someone's following you and like you play spy games and yeah. then you realize they're not and you're like, ugh. We were doing this. that was me yesterday. I almost killed this woman. I she snuck up behind me. I ripped my headphone off and I looked her right in the eye and she goes, "Oh, sorry." I'm like, "Sorry, you've been following me and now you're up my ass and now you're pretending you didn't even know." She passed you a note. Yeah, a mission. <laughs> if you choose to accept it, but no, but that Kiki, I totally agree. I hate when people say I'm awkward or I'm shy. Just mm. say hi. Just get no, it no, no. With. I like knowing when people are shy. Oh, I know a lot of people that you know that are shy, so I'll tell you when they're shy. <laughs> I think shyness is. I think introverts are undervalued. AKA, I read like Susan Cain's book <laughs> a long time ago, and like our society doesn't allow for introverts really. Yeah. So I, 
I love a good introvert. <laughs> um, but to brush something off is just awkward. There's something about it that like feels very feminine. It feels like an excuse that girls started adopting around when we were like growing up that I what is it making up for? And quirky. Yeah. Well, it's it's really funny to say that because I was thinking when I my idea coming in here wasn't even really about like the awkward stop and chat, which is what we've been talking about this context. But it's actually like I think of it with guys more than women. And I think of it specifically when they're trying to avoid responsibility in a relationship. Like, oh, oh girl, like, oh, sorry, I just felt awkward. Like, oh, when oh, so you not know the, like, someone. I'm awkward, but it's more like. It's that too, but like, I think that it has a whole application beyond just like, because everyone's awkward when you just are running into someone you didn't expect Life to see. Life is uncomfortable. Life is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But there's. Unless there- you're on a chaise lounge. <laughs> sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> oh my God, so awkward. <laughs> Just kidding. (laughs) But people who know each other and like owe something to each other will also do this. Like people who love each other or, you know, should like I I feel like awkwardness will be a recurring thing for some people and definitely dudes like dudes will always be like, oh, babe, sorry, I'm awkward. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. Wait, like with what, though? Give me an example. Um, Like, yeah, no, like like in like if they don't want to text you back because you wanted to talk about something uncomfortable or like as as a way to avoid responsibility for a fight or accountability Ew. or anything like that. You know what I'm talking about. Ew. Like I know guys will be like, I'm like, no, no, I I heard you or like I I just was sorry. I just didn't know what to say. I'm awkward. Yeah. Or maybe and maybe they won't even say I'm awkward, but I know what they're talking about. They're trying to be like, I know I'm I'm not good at these things like. Guys who say that. Yeah, is they like, love that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Like that behavior to me is like the laziest, like socially acceptable shit I've ever heard. Yeah, we'll learn how to be good at it. Yeah. I think a lot of those, oh, I feel like there's so there's extremes. So like there's one type of person who like deal, has those interactions a lot and they're probably naturally more confident. And so they do learn how to like deal in relationships and Mm -hmm. then there's people who have fewer of those interactions so there's less opportunity to really try things out and figure out how to not be quote-unquote awkward or uncomfortable and sometimes and don't realize that of course this is uncomfortable it's not just you it's because you're navigating a relationship right yeah like it's like it's going to be necessarily uncomfortable for everyone but you can minimize it doesn't mean i almost think it's better that they say that than they don't say anything at all like aren't you reveal i'm talking about after like i'm talking about as an excuse for like why you didn't text back or text back or defend me or like like what is happening (laughs) i know i know i'm like you just need to tell us yeah no no, i know what you mean i know what you mean i'm talking about like literally the whole history of like relationships maybe it's because i'm very like i'm very extroverted and so just in my life i've always kind of been with like quieter dudes me too yeah i always say quieter men always yeah it's because i'm like it's it's easy for me to like make the first introduction like i don't i get to know them and they're like thrilled that someone is doing that like i don't know i'm it's like it's easy for me to like start it so they don't have to do that work but if there's something there usually i'm 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 intrigued but I kind of agree with Dara. At least they're like, oh, I didn't really know what to say. At least they're still talking about the situation and they're not avoiding it and ig- ignoring it completely. Yeah. You guys don't feel like that's ever happened to you guys where like they kind of 
like the the I was awkward and I didn't know what to do is kind of a brush off for like not actually addressing like maybe a like something where they didn't defend you or like I don't know like I don't know I, <laughs> maybe guys treat you better no I just can't think of an instance yeah I feel like it's an immature thing but I yeah this- it's definitely a cop out and it's definitely a substitute a placeholder for something else yeah um like no you're not like just quirky you're right. fucking strange and make me uncomfortable and no you're not just, just awkward. like everyone says I'm not good at relationships it's like I don't know like yeah like you know what the bar is like not where we think it is it's kind of like how everyone who's an adult like not everyone, but like so many people are so fond of like being like, am I really an adult? I've complained about this to you guys before. Ew, 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 yeah. Ew. And it's like, you know what? We are all adults. Like it's a completely adult thing to like eat a pizza at 11 p.m. and go to bed and like be a mess right. because like because you're an adult yeah. and that's what you're doing. So I like think social media kind of made that happen. But yes. also adolescence has been extended. Like it, we can be on our parents it. health insurance until we're 26. Yes. So it is the lines are really blurry. I know. And my own coming into adulthood was really fucking confusing. So like I stand by people who are like really confused by being an adult. But I think adulting is that's a scam. That's a that scam. Gotta, that's what I'm talking you gotta about. Throw out. That's like, what I'm talking about. Do I think you're an adult for hanging a shelf? Absolutely not. <laughs> Get off of the internet and go YouTube how to hang a shelf. You're uh, an me eleven sick. year old in Australia will tell you how to do it, and they'll tell you how to Photoshop shadows too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Also, <laughs> they're always Google anything in Photoshop. It's always like an eleven year old in New Zealand. Camera stuff too. It's always an Australian man. Um, <laughs> it's his know. son. It's this, son. <laughs> this is a separate awkward thing, but yeah. this still pissed me right off. And I was watching with Ryan, Master Chef Junior, okay. and one of the little girls is like, "Hi, I'm Lucy. I'm from New York, and my thing is, I'm kind of awkward." Oh, jeez, because her parents <laughs> are like, teaching her that. Your parents shit. are teaching you that you're awkward. Why aren't you telling her she's not awkward and she's like and an amazing right. young smart woman instead of labeling her as awkward? There always has to be the apology with it. Because like, Jimmy's in his room, room reading Lord of the Rings and he won't read it and he's calling her awkward because she's outgoing and fun and strange. Yeah, and like, th- oh, that was awkward. Yeah, she's learning Ooh, how yeah. to be around people. That's part of it. Yeah. Fuck all of you And guys. when that happened, I was like, this is what people are telling their kids. Like, that's your personality. Yeah. She's going to say, I've always been awkward. And actually, like. I like cooking. I'm <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I know. It's insane. I'm 11 and I can cook anything you want. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> it's like, this is the least awkward thing. I like right. my egg scrambled. <laughs> okay, maybe she is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I like to poach it then scramble. It. That's what makes me all I had my her. eggs three ways. <laughs> so, like, maybe. Have you ever had sriracha? <laughs> Is it sriracha or sriracha? Oh my God. Okay. I make my own sriracha. <laughs> you guys watch this kid a lot. <laughs> We're making her up. I do you're hate manif- annoying kids, You're manifesting though. them. But annoying and quirky are its own thing yes. that Zoe. Uh, What's her? No, we cannot blame her. Is that her? Yes. She's no, they people labeled her as like like quirky awkward girl. Yes. And she's just like cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. Yeah. Money, money, money. She's Capricorn. She capitalized on it. Whoa, dare. 
cha-ching. Get, <laughs> Get out there, baby. Too bad I'm so awkward. <laughs> You're already trademarking all the awkward phrases I mean, here's we just said. Me and Dara have had our fair share of awkward. We act really insane sometimes, but you, we can't even say it's <laughs> awkward. Do you guys think it's awkward or are you insane? feeling comfortable? Like You're just being sometimes weird to each other. Sometimes too comfortable. That's, <laughs> that's the problem That's a different here. thing. That's when it turns awkward. <laughs> it's like a low-key neg for yourself. I'll tell like, you what's awkward. I'm awkward. It I don't is. have... A, oh, my God. I have a personality a little bit. Is this okay? Like, A, you're not even really this insecure. So, like... Right. And actual insecurity is so fucking annoying to deal with as it is. So, like, don't fake it on top of it. Like, like, oh, God. You feel fine. Just feel fine. Yeah. You well, feel fine about your cooking. The definition right, yeah. of awkward in my mind... Yeah. And this has happened to me... In high school, mm. we were all hanging at a friend's house and his family was home and all the kids were there. And then one of our friends <laughs> leaves to go to the bathroom and then it got a little quiet. But then you could just hear her like rip <laughs> diarrhea from the bathroom and no one's really talking. And that's that's awkward. Yeah. Like, you know, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah. like who's going to be like, wow, didn't know she had a shit so bad. <laughs> but she comes out and be like, whatever, I don't care, which is why. I- Love her shout out. But it's not like oh, I can't amazing. introduce myself because I'm quirky and awkward. Yeah, and so I bake cakes. That's <laughs> happened to me recently where I'm in you like a big bathroom and I just like have really bad diarrhea. And then I come out like, what do you want me to do? I'm like, say something. Go ahead. I dare you. Because <laughs> I'm like, guess what? You were probably doing it five minutes do you guys, ago, but mine was louder and scarier. Do you guys like far openly in your lives? Kiki. Where, where, <laughs> Kiki? In a work situation, I'm holding it until I'm I'm a teapot bubbling. I over. just let it go at work. I can't. I do. Too. I've had I've had experiences where I've let them. I go try to do it and silently. It no. I can't. I can't I, do anything about the smell. There's no. There's no amount mine of control. Mine aren't silent, and they they do smell. <laughs> and Darren knows from experience that I can clear a literal airplane. <laughs> Me too. It's oh, it impresses people. I was in a cab home from like a work event with my friend, who's like a good, good, good friend, good guy friend. Worked with him for years, and like I just. It was very silent, but like it was horrible. And I just like told him, I said, oh, by the way, I farted. So that's what that is. He was like, that's that's you. I said, that's me. And he's like, all right. Like it like really, really oh, cleared the air geeky. emotionally. That's but good. it was but then we had to open the window to actually clear the oh, air. Oh, yeah. I always have to. You have to. Okay, so <laughs> Kiki, these were great duns. Right now, we have to have you take off your headphones and, mm-hmm. and plug your ears because Dara and I are going to talk secretly about them and then tell you what you should be done with. Okay. Okay, so don't listen. Okay, Dara, are you here? Are you yeah. Here? What have you been doodling, Betsy? Eyes, braces, a ghost. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll snap a picture of that later. I used to doodle braces. Okay. So Kiki's Duns were audience directives, relentless positivity, and awkwardness. Which things should you be most done with? Well, if you go to a show, there's going to be someone there who's hosting. And if you respond, you're heckling, so you kind of can't do anything about it. You have to just keep going. Mm -hmm. Okay. But she can... When she hosts, not do that. But that wasn't really. That wasn't up. That the wasn't up for grabs. Yeah, right. That was down for keeps. So the second thing was relentless positivity, which she will also keep encountering. But she can respond to this. I mm-hmm. feel. I feel too. What do you think? Yeah, like if someone's like, "Have a good attitude," like you can just say. Stop talking to me. Yeah, you know what? Right now, I don't want to have a good attitude. So why don't you? T- 
get the hell out of my house. Or like, hey, like, yeah, I usually do have a good attitude, but this is affecting me. Me, Leave me alone. Get the hell out of my house. (laughs) Okay. And the last thing is awkwardness. Here's the thing. Awkwardness begets awkwardness. So if you're being awkward and I'm like, I'll save the situation, I go in for a handshake, you do something fucking weird, we're all awkward and oh. then we're stuck in this vicious oh. cycle of awkwardness. And, and we have. Hey, Derek Katz, nice to meet you. <laughs> and you're like. <laughs> I'm like, hey, sorry, I'm awkward. Right. I always go in for like a weird presidential handshake. So do I. And we both look psycho. I look like George W. But Bush. When we, <laughs> but when we, when we both do it. We look like we came in with something, like a weird agenda. Okay, okay. I'm imagining us in like cowboy boots with spurs and like, hey, I'm Betsy. This is Dara. <laughs> Why don't you have a seat there, bud? Listen to our pilot idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think she should be done with relentless positivity. Me too. Let's get her back in here. Okay, everybody, give it up for Kiki O'Keefe. I can't hear you. I can oh hear my. you. One more time. Come on, guys. Are you having fun or what? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, you mean it this time, y'all. It's Come like, on. I can't <laughs> hear you up there. Feel, In the rafters. <laughs> you guys are making me feel awkward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kiki. All of these are interrelated. Go on. So all of As these life. were really great. And this this wasn't easy for us, but at the same time, it kind of it was. was. <laughs> we settled on you should be done with relentless positivity because we feel as though you can respond to those people one on one. Because often it's like to a person who's being that way towards you or if even if it's, you know, a political candidate that you see on Instagram, you can comment. <laughs> but if Hell yeah, sister. <laughs> And you could write not today, but <laughs> not today. <laughs> but somebody said that the other day. But one on one, you can say, like Dara said, get fucked or <laughs> get out of my house or excuse me, I have a chicken to cook. <laughs> or what Dara actually said was, you know, I usually am positive, but right now I can't be because of whatever. Maybe it's another business. Oh, that was really good. So it's really good. why don't you fuck right off and get out of my house? I'm cooking a chicken. <laughs> and don't let the door hit your ass on the way out because you'll wake up itching it. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird. I've never heard of anyone who did that. But um, <laughs> So we think you can respond to them. If you're if you really aren't feeling positive, if you are, you can go along with it. But if not, you can be like, you know what? I usually am. And shame on you for trying to make me feel positive. Yeah. Shame them. And then say get bent. Ooh, I have a good one. Okay. One, always say get bent. (laughs) Two, if they go be positive, you can say you haven't seen me negative. (gasps) And then you take your cape and you (laughs) jump out of the window, but you fly. Wait, why does she have a cake? Oh, a cake. I thought you said a cake. No, she cape. said cape. She said Either cape. way, you a cake. Oh, I'm, I'm, like, I missed the whole I'm bringing out the cake where you had a cake. Okay, so that's your. This is your life now. Oh. You're done with relentless positivity. I'm How do done. you feel? I feel fine. Okay, good. good. That's Perfect. good. That's Appropriate. Good start. Exactly. Good start. Fine. Good start. Thank you so much, Kiki. Pleasure. You guys Always. should subscribe to Kiki's newsletter. It's amazing. Read her articles. Follow her on Instagram at uh, Kiki. Okay. 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 And you guys should get tickets to mine and Betsy's live recording of this year podcast. It's on April 9th. 
at Caroline's on Broadway, 7.30 p.m. You can use code DONE to get like a huge discount. You can get $11 tickets and we'd love to see you there. And most importantly, you should bring one of your own Duns. Because you never know what could happen at a Done live show, live recording. Yeah, you'll you'll hear your own laugh in the recording. <laughs> I um, can't hear you. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Subscribe to Done on Apple Podcasts, on Forever Dog Network, or wherever you get your pods. And thanks for listening. Thanks, Dare. Thanks, Bats. Thanks, Emma. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Done is produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Emma Foley. Music by Brooks Allison. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.